1: You be good.
2: Conference, Art of Shepherding Conference has something for us every night. Last night was a very beautiful evening and I believe that this evening God is going to speak to us. How many of you are looking forward to becoming better shepherds? Better shepherd, a great shepherd. That's the theme for the conference. And I have no doubt that God is going to work a beautiful work in your life. Hallelujah! Clap your hands. And before we pray, as I said, every evening is special. Tomorrow evening, we are having Bishop Dagwood Mills here. is ministering here tomorrow evening and we'll also be dedicating our cathedral. It's going to be a very special time and uh, I have no doubt that a word from the chief shepherd will make you a great shepherd. Clap your hands again. So, those of you who are going to bring your members here tomorrow, you now have a better reason to carry your entire church. Because you may never know when you will get that chance again. Yes, bring your enemies, former boyfriend, or former beloved. Bring everybody here. Amen. And it's going to be a very, very special evening. Can you clap your hands once again? So, I hope you. are I can still preach to you, or, or we should end. Since can I still preach to you? All right, all right. So, I, oh, I'm preparing you for tomorrow. So tomorrow, bring bring everybody here, and let's have an amazing time. Those online, you are also welcome. Share the link. And every, every piece of the night, I believe, is going to be a beautiful evening. And God is going to bless you greatly. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. Let's bow our heads and share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. Father, we are grateful for this honor of being called into the ministry. We are very, very thankful for the blessedness of your kindness and the warmth of your love. We are praying in the name of Jesus that you grant us new insights, new wisdom, new strength for the seasons ahead of us. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. Well, we are back to the theme for the conference this year. And that is the great shepherd. The great shepherd. And remember that every shepherd must desire to to become a great shepherd. Tend your neighbor and tell the person, I'm expecting you to be a great shepherd. Because I will also be a great shepherd. Hallelujah. And I mentioned, we read from Hebrews 13 verse 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd. So, Jesus is a great shepherd through the blood of the everlasting covenant. That great shepherd. And Jesus himself said in John 21, as the father has sent me, so send I you. So, as the father has sent me, so send I you. He sent me here as a great shepherd. So I am also sending you to be a great shepherd. And I believe that in your ministry life, greatness will be attributed to the work you are doing as a pastor, as a shepherd, and as a leader. And we learned that you are a great shepherd when you've gained much knowledge and scale Say knowledge and scale Yes Knowledge and scale They make you a great shepherd Number 2 you are a great shepherd when you have large numbers of sheep under your care I think we have the notes on the screen And you are a great shepherd when you have pastored successfully for many years. Many years. Now, which means that one of the marks of a great shepherd is that he has A large number of sheep. A large number of sheep. This conference is going to end the ministry you are doing whether you are a center leader a fellowship leader a home sale leader a pastor this type of five members 77853 is it, it has to end some it has to end hello it must end it doesn't represent jesus It doesn't mean you cannot start small. I oh, say, so please, can I sit here? Oh, here. Yeah. It doesn't mean you cannot start small. Job 8 and 7. Can you please put that scripture up? It says, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should. Greatly, that's the great shepherd Greatly increase And not many of us can Share this testimony That your ministry is greatly increasing Some of us have got ministries That are not increasing at all And remember that a great shepherd is a triad. A triad of knowledge and skill on one side. Large numbers on one side. And they haven't done the ministry for a long time, many years on one side. So this evening and spilling over into tomorrow I want to address this problem once and for all. I want to address it once and for all. I want to address the reason why your ministry is small. The reason why you don't have anything. Because there is a reason. There is a reason why your ministry is small. So I am taking the discussion to another level. And this evening. I am going to preach from this book. He that hath. See our pastor Bishop Dagwood Mills is a prophet. There are some prophets in the Bible who were writing prophets. And he is one of them. He's a writing prophet, like Moses. Moses was a, the, the writing prophets are very senior prophets of the order of Moses. They are fathers and prophets. They are different types of prophets. That the one who can be in Accra in a service, but he's in Swedru and he's in Mr. Uh, what's his name? Mr. Blanson. Mr. Darson's house. It's a type of prophet. But there's a realm of the prophetic Where the writings themselves Are powerfully Prophetic Now in the ministry There are pastors Who have The title of this book as you can see Is he that hath To him shall be given And he that hath not From him Shall be taken, even that which he hath. So even in the in the in the shepherding equation, there is an he that hath, because some people have members, some people don't have members. You send different teams to different areas in the same town, some manage to get members, some cannot have members. They cannot have members. So, he that hath plays out even more powerfully in the ministry. It's not just a book on having money or cars or having pregnancies. And if you do not address it at this conference, Because it is is one of the major causes of non-greatness. You stay at it for many years, but you are never great. Always small. Always small. Now. From tonight. Your journey to becoming a he that hath has officially begun. I said has officially begun. Your journey from being a pastor, a leader with nothing to becoming a pastor who has members, who has chairs, who has offerings, who has money, who has a healthy church. That journey I am announcing has now begun for you. The curse, it's a curse to have nothing. It's a curse. And not all curses are broken by prayer. In fact, yes, not all curses are broken by prayer. Not all curses are, in fact, the major curses in the world are not, are not, we don't use prayer to break them. Prayer is not an answer to breaking of curses. That's the power dimension. We don't use power to break all cases. The, the major curses of the world respond through wisdom and knowledge. So if you are in a curse, under a curse, I should say, you should find out what type of curse are you under. Is it the power type or the wisdom type? Now, the major ones, the major ones, that even God himself spoke over man The Adamic curse We don't use prayer to overcome Adamic curses We use wisdom So when a woman Is pregnant And is under the curse Of painful labor We don't use prayer We use lidocaine we use anesthesia. Yes. We don't use prayer to overcome the curse of uh, 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 sweating the brow when, like every uh, working, uh, uh, the, the sweat of your brow shall he eat. Shall you? Not everybody eats after sweating. Yes. some people sweat before they eat others are in air conditioned cars, toilet, office, kitchen and they are eating no prayer you can live a full life and, no, and not see sweat on your brow I mean if I had air conditioners in this room you will never see sweat on me so, even having money to buy air conditioners is a path, it's is a way to overcome the curse. Yes. Air conditioners. Like, but part of the symptom, the syndrome, I should say, the syndrome of curses that God pronounced. Dust is one of them. Dust is a curse. Any place that is dusty is a curse dust and death anywhere there's shabbiness it's a hammock case that is operating there and you can you can have an environment which is dustless so not every case on your life is overcome by prayer and as some of us pastors founders shepherds leaders under a curse of have nothing. You are a he that hath not. You will never have. But thank God the panacea is here. There's a reason why we pray. few of the reasons have to do with curses. Some of you just going to school alone will break a curse. Some of you, there's a curse in your family of never marrying. No woman marries properly. And those who marry have married fools. You don't pray about such a thing. All you have to do is just humble yourself and be under your pastor's wife or your pastor to help you. you get a, She will help you to get a good husband and you will come. Once you are humble, curses crumble down like cookies. Just being humble. Like cookies. Just being humble. Be, humbling yourself enough to be able to be under an anointing covers you. I'm covered by my pastor. There are many major difficulties I've encountered in my life. It says, covering that delivered me. No prayer. All the energy to pray, I have used it to be under his authority. I've used that energy already, so I'm covered. Like you say that, all the energy you will use to sweat. You have used it to, to go to Aquinas for a, to find a physics teacher, to go to Atomata to get a biology teacher, to go to precept, precept to get a chemistry teacher, you have suffered already. Like as I stand here, I have suffered already. From here, I cannot know poverty. By the grace, I, I can't know poverty. I'm a very highly skilled person. So, even without prayer, I will earn fat salaries till I die. Without praying. Because I've I've already suffered. So, you choose to suffer early and enjoy later. Or you enjoy early and suffer later. you will get it right this time. You will get it right this time. You shouldn't have been praying too much. A lot of the energy you've used to pray, you should have used it acquiring the wisdom to overcome. Yes. But God says that, the woman will go into labor with pain. There are many women who have not been to, into, to labor before. There's no labor. They don't even know what it means to change. They, they have four children. No, no, no labor. Having a caesarean section is a major wisdom that has broken God's curse over man completely. It has ended curses. So when you see a gynecologist. Standing there, Dr. Ose, my gynecologist. He's a curse breaker. He may not be a pastor, but he has has overcome a certain curse on your life. Dr. Ose. Ladies and gentlemen, some of you are clearly Cursed. That I'm te- no, 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 no. I'm not in, so I'm not cursing you. How, how, how is it possible to curse you? I'm just describing your life in the ministry. Yes. The name of what is on your life is a curse of barrenness and smallness. And you can never be great. So in this book, he that had, if you can sit down a little. I'll, I'll be able to concentrate and pray. And, and preach. Or you feel we should end? end? So in this book, somehow, quite not in keeping with Bishop's style, He suddenly veers off the normal path and carries research findings. Research findings. To explain why people are persistently poor. No matter how you help them. And that research Traverse finances, anointing, members, churches. Why is it that some pastors permanently have only one church? I mean, why is it that some pastors cannot have two church services? Why? Because sometimes when Bible verses are not working, we must now go and find research to to see how some of your relatives have been studied, so we can use it to advise you. So this evening, I'm starting to share with you from chapter 4 of this book. Because you must be a great shepherd and a great shepherd must have a lot of members Is the hallmark of the shepherding anointing tomorrow evening we are receiving here a man who is a great shepherd and I'm praying that some drops of that anointing will, will fall on my life Praying that the wisdom God gave him will fall. But even before he comes. In fact, if he never comes, he has already given us the key to overcome. The key to become great shepherd is here in my hand. And I have the privilege to read it to you. So it talks about research. Research that was done. Because even in the Bible, you see it. Commonly statements like That nature itself Will not show you That is nature itself Is part of God's 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 instructing us In life Nature itself What happens naturally That not even Nature itself Teach you That if a man have long hair It is a shame unto him so nature itself Nature A lot of things that happen we, Without using Exodus fourteen sixteen, Jeremiah 3, 3 uh, Hosea 4, 8 Hosea 4, 6 Without verses We can use nature alone To preach to you That I should be able to stand in front of you And without Bible verses In the house of God Use goats and sheep And trees and leaves to minister and teach you about how to walk with God without a verse. So, research was done. Hear me out because you are struggling under a curse. I wish we could even, is there a way we can read this chapter on the screen? It, it, it's possible. You found it. L- let's see if it's possible. No, not the cover. <laughs> i mean, chapter four, the page. Oh, can you clap your hands? Beautiful. Yeah. So I will go to the screen. This is chapter 4 of He That Hath. You see it at the top there. He That Hath It's a book. This is, the, this is the book. Now, research uncovers the negative traits that cause poverty and inequality. Poverty of anointing. Poverty of members. Poverty of church building. Poverty of graces. Poverty of instincts. Poverty of skill. And inequality how all of us can be doing ministry here in OEB, one has got 1,000 and one has got 28. For many years, I've overseen the churches we have on the mountains. Um, OE, I say OEB, Ebri, um, Pedriase, Mampong Ketase, um, What's the name of the places on the mountains, Mampong Obosumasi Mamfe. Yes, I've uh, many many years I've been overseeing the churches there. And the churches there some branches 20 members, 100 members, 60 members, 40 members, 80 members, 100 members, 120 members. We were there on the mountain, and then a church, um, Pastor Randy impacts what great citadel came to that and see, our churches are mostly uh, in the town or you know by the roadside he went to build his church inside the forest suddenly the place where people are pastoring 40 and 30 and hundred and 80 and 70 he is gathering thousands it's called inequality Why are we all doctors? And you are building a house and I'm not building a house. We earn the same salary. There is a reason for inequalities. And it's more complex than where you are staying. So, this research reveals the traits that lead to poverty of church members. Anything that is low in your life, this will explain it. Anything that is low Including anything In the United States of America The most commonly held view of poverty This is a research And the source is there You can google it Green and Mayer 2006 Journal of Development Studies 42 This is a a document on the internet Research was done Sampled whatever from all over the world in the United States of America, the most commonly held view of poverty is that people become poor because of personal traits. Shepherds who don't have members. It's not because of where they are. It's not the absence of a pulpit. It's personal trait. It's the person. Oh, you you will learn something. We are going to have fun. It is believed that these traits cause a person to fail in life. The traits that lead to poverty range from personality issues to other traits like laziness. And even educational levels, I'm going to address, going to take my time to address every single one. You need to hear me. In America, it is believed that it is always the individual's fault, not slavery, not a white colonialist. Because among the slaves, there are billionaires. Among the slaves, there are millionaires. The belief is that it is always the individual's fault. When he fails to climb out of poverty. Poverty. Ha. The journey we are on, is exciting. We've not started it. Another generally held belief Is that poor people are poor Because of their own personal failing So you see that You you will discover that The the summary of this chapter Is that you are personally responsible For no members in your church You are personally responsible For no members in your basenta It's not your head pastor It's not the type of church it's not the area. It's not the books you don't have. You are pissed. It's your personal traits. Because everywhere men have fallen, others have become great. Another generally held belief is that poor people are poor because of their own personal failings. Therefore, poor people should not be compensated. And assisted by the states. Yes. You will learn it that no assistance has, become, has, has, has proven to be enough assistance. It's a waste of money to assist poor people. We we'll do it out of kindness. Out of a sense of love. Remembering where we ourselves came from we help others, we give to others, but that nobody has been helped by be, being a receiver of things. Very little will change your life from outside you. I'll take it again. Very little will change your life from outside you. Like this conference we are having, forget about it. It will have no impact on you. Till after the conference, you Based on a personality trait you have Go to the podcast and listen again Personally Even remembering the words of the scriptures That when God speaks once You must hear it twice But you see Many of you will hardly hear what I'm sharing again It's a personal personality That's how you are And that's why you are poor That's why you have no money That's why you have no members That's why you have no wife That's why you have no husband You are a type of person You are a type of person You are a type of woman It's, It's always you Three people You, you and you It is apparent that poor people and poverty are generally viewed. You see, one of the things I I love this sentence is generally viewed in a negative light. Some people here don't view lack of members negatively. I view empty chairs negatively. Anything you don't view negatively. You are comfortable with it, and anything you are comfortable with, there's not even one, one drop of energy to change. In fact, nobody will change anything you are comfortably living in. It must cause discomfort for the reflexes to be kicked in you to change. Comfortable with the poverty. Comfortable. Being a shepherd without members Being a shepherd you can't take offerings Having a church which is poor It's you the pastor It's not the members It's you the pastor You are a type of pastor Poverty is therefore viewed As something to be attacked And eradicated It's not good It's not good That a man should be alone It's not good that a pastor should be alone. We must eradicate the poverty of members. Unfortunately, the negativity towards poverty often leads to an extension of negativity towards the poor people themselves. But it's not. We shouldn't show negativity towards them, but to point out to them you can't blame your father who died when they were 9 years old. Because research will show you. Some people their father died when they were 7 years old. They've, they've come out. It's, it's you. It's you. That you were raped when you were 12 years. As a reason why you can't marry. It's you. It's your type of personality. Because there's a girl whose mother raped her. Whose father raped her. Whose two uncles raped her. But she's happily married. She has moved forward. Yes. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's It's me. It's not my pastor. If my church is failing. It's not because of that God knows. It's not my assistant pastor. It's not my wife. It's not. I must take the blame. That I'm a useless pastor. Should we end, please? I think I I, I don't like and I don't like having I a mean, Buzia is here. I'm, I'm talking with. I I, I feel that we we should just respect her and end that. Oh, I should continue. I should continue. Sorry. Oh, we are ending something. How many of you believe that we are ending something? I'm telling you that you must end it, end it. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It makes you no different from an animal. End it. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good to have to be a pastor with an empty church. It's not good. See it negatively. Then, if if you can sit down, we can continue. You said I should continue, too. Is something getting into you? Something getting into you? Then, Bishop lifts again. Another research. Can you stand your feet and clap for this great pastor? Goodness gracious. Goodness and gracious. Goodness and gracious clapping. He is white having in your life. Even if you're not a pastor, somehow he must be around you somewhere. His words or some something, his picture, something should be around you. the last time clap your hands please I want to read that things again please stand let's read again let's read again that six points please go up please go up or down whatever i want to see that up go up in the united states of america i said keep standing i didn't say sit down Yes, In the United States of America The most commonly held view Of poverty Is that people become poor Because of personal traits That they have They have Number two It is believed that these traits Cause a person to fail In life That nature itself Not teach you That's what The traits that lead to poverty range from personality issues to other traits like laziness. This is a separate um, journal by Green and Mayer from the one we are about to look at. There are different things. The traits that lead to poverty range from personality issues to other traits like laziness and even educational levels. In America, it is believed. it is always the individual's fault when he fails to climb out of poverty. Another generally held belief is that poor people are poor because of their own personal failings. It has nothing to do with your surroundings, where you were born, the kiosk you were born in. It's your personal ability to come out. Therefore, poor people should not be compensated. And assisted by the state. It should be left. Hmm? I'm leaving it. Yeah, it's, it's not my idea. No no. One day, I almost broke up some of my chapels or areas to, to give some, some, lead, some areas with few members. To, to take some members from one somebody's zone week. to somebody's work. And a voice told me, since when did you become a fool? You are, you are taking sheep to give to somebody who doesn't even know how to even find a sheep. Why did you steal them? Everybody works to get what he has. And when we find that you have, then we give you more. And when we find out you don't have, then we take from you because you are likely to kill the rest. Yeah, we sack you and take from you and give it to somebody who are some of you pastors should expect your churches to close down in two years. God will close your church down because you're not listening to me. Or you think churches don't close down? Google, Google, find churches people are selling. It is apparent that poor people and poverty are generally viewed in a negative light. Poverty is therefore viewed as something to be attacked and eradicated. Like COVID. No, It's wrong. Don't be comfortable. You know, one day, many years ago, I was in a dental church. Sunday evening, late afternoon, early evening. I had looked at the data of my church my, my pastors. I was overseeing churches in the same area. And at this particular church, the pastor, church members are finishing. The pastor's church is collapsing a branch under me. I said, ah. But I think I had worked, I'd forgotten what took me down. Maybe I was going to first uh, those days, first love for a meeting for a service. So I decided, uh, my, my office was on the third floor of a tall building and when you descend and you come to the car park Sunday like 6-7 when I descended and I came to parka, the, the car park you can guess who I saw this pastor whose church figures I was just looking at in my office from a branch, he was at the car park laughing, happy talking, telling taking with some friends I that chewing kebab but just happy I wanted to go to him and say sir I'm surprised you are happy. But I didn't. I just looked at him negatively. (laughs) And, And moved my car. Some of you should be happy. I'm not happy. I'm not a happy pastor. And it shows in the things I do. It shows in my energy. It shows in the things I hate. When I'm preaching... You see where I emphasize. You see the, what I hate. You, you will always emphasize on what you hate. Except you are a hypocrite. And you are very comfortable. You, you are very fine. It's like you are not even aware that something bad is happening to you. That God calls you, anoints you, gives you a little piece of the work to do. and it, 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 You are just a barren piece of land. Nothing comes out of you. And you are freely mixing with the church, wearing T-shirt out of shepherding. You are calling yourself shepherd. One, once I appointed some new people, and somebody was calling somebody and used the former title. Say, correct? Hey, I'm an MCO now. You can now sit down. Now we go to another journal. That nature, is put put, put that verse up. That nature itself not teach you. Yes. Take your time, baby. Understand your problems. I want you to see it. It's not always in the church we use verses. Sometimes we must use how cows behave to talk to you. That your behavior is like a cow. Yes. Nature. You see how a cow takes care of only its children. A cat takes care of only its children. you are a christian you are you are here you are taking your uh, 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 care of only your children no member nothing concerns you then we see that nature teaches you that your behavior is like a cow that not even nature itself teach you naturally nature can teach you come back to the book Now, another document, which is now Food and Agriculture Organization, FAO, corporate document repository originated by Economic and Social Development Department. There's another body of research. Says that intractable poverty I will explain what is intractable. That is, poverty that you can't overcome. Persistently poor. Poverty you can't eradicate. Not amenable to natural and normal treatment. And there are shepherds like that. You cannot treat their barrenness. They are pastors like that. You can't treat. How they are is how they are. Now, intractable poverty of members and sheep is explained by three things. A lack of knowledge. You see, the theme for this year is a great shepherd and we have read that the hallmarks of a great shepherd exist as a triad knowledge and skill large numbers of sheep and long many years of service successfully serving God intractable poverty explained by Number one, a lack of knowledge and a lack of good skills in conjunction with laziness. These three things are widely given as the main cause of poverty. The main cause. When a girl can't get a beloved, she's either, she doesn't lack, uh, she lacks knowledge of comportment and decorum. She lacks the skills of relating with human beings or she's a lazy girl. Not willing to lift herself out of herself. Lazy girl. Oh, I'm preaching already. When you see a pastor without anointing, he is either lacking one or two or three of these three. He doesn't have knowledge. He doesn't have the skills, shepherding skills. He lacks skills. Or he is lazy. Now, because we don't understand what laziness is, then they, went, they took that word laziness and they explained what we mean when we say somebody is lazy, not someone who sleeps a, sleeps a lot and all that. Laziness is a special word. What does it mean? Number two, intractable poverty is most notably caused by laziness, which is characterized by A low interest in a good life. You will be amazed that certain people have a low interest in. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I didn't have any intention of teaching this here. One day I was sleeping and I heard my wife teaching this in a Zoom meeting and the message she was teaching was so nice i said no 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 this message is for Art of chabagin that my wife has stolen from me <laughs> you will not believe it all that some people don't are not interested in a good life so when you appoint such a person as a pastor that area for garrets He is not interested in a church which is nice, a church which has members, a church who has instrumentalists, a church with a singer. He is just not interested. That is a lazy person. This is the definition of lazy. A low interest in a good life. I'm going to take each one with English verses to teach you. The next one is Passivity One of the characteristics Of laziness Is passivity I'll deal with that tomorrow Heavy duty The conference has now started Number three A lack of Motivation And initiative I'll explain all of it I can't leave you to go home confused to end this conference, confused. There is something called a lack of motivation and initiative. Initiating things, he lacks it. It's one of the facets of laziness. Some of you are lazy. But we'll, we'll take our time. You see how I've taken my time to teach gently. That's how we teach. Take my time. I'm breaking a curse over you. Yeah. Say break and go. Say break and go. Break, break and go. Break. Break and go. Break. Say bishop, break and go. D. Yes. D. This one I'm just reading it to you. I'm now going to start the message. D is a low intellect. I'll help you to understand. E dependency thinking like the whole mind is that my life depends on someone that is how African politicians are leading African countries dependency thinking a loan will come from Japan a loan will come from Brazil. Brazil. they should make helicopters they should make their money and bring it to you God bless you. Somebody was sitting in a couch tweeting to the public about how the government, he's not a politician. He's just one ordinary person. How the government was going to solve the problem of the falling um, value of the city. I couldn't believe it. A lawyer of no mean repute, he was saying that in a few days, IMF is going to release two billion dollars into the system, to, and they use those English to show up the city. To show up. When I read it, I said, "Is this a human being that you stabilize currency with loans? But when you pay the loans." is taking alone the first intervention that will occur to you as a human being like I'm in my house, there's no money to buy rice for my children my lights are off I can't pay the light bill then the first thing in my head is that I need to, uh, 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 tomorrow morning Bishop Derek Akubia is going to Momo Me Thousand Ghana how can you live your life that way To build a life on loans It's called dependency thinking And it's the cause This this document should be published in, On social media My wife came to me To ask me for, uh, for money for the week So I said Please sit down Let's look at it um, how much do you need? So she needs some money, uh, about 500 CDs to buy certain things from Malcolm. And then she says she also needed about 600 CDs to buy some electricity, something. And then uh, uh, my uh, child's school fees, also she must pay. And then she needs to pay. And then something about, I think Zoom Lion also, we have to pay them. I said, oh, all right, all right. Then please sit down. I want to show you how we we'll get the money. Um, the first 400 CDs is going to come from Bishop Jedu <laughs> tomorrow. I'm showing you African leadership. When they stand in parliament and they are reading out how we will live as Ghanaians and quoting loans and they change it to development partners. Um, the, the electricity bill, I think that um, it's not very urgent now So because I'm, I'm, I'm aware that... Um, normally there's a lady in the church who sends me money so i'm, I'm very sure that um, in by two weeks time she would have sent me the money and i'll give it to you and also my son's school fees tomorrow morning i'll speak to bishop he, he he will give me some money and then uh, Then she asked, oh but how about the the um the um the tenant we have downstairs? We've got three tenants and they also pay money. They, they paid their rent. What, what, what happened to the money? So, the, the money we, uh, uh, we, we generate from the house, we just, we, we use it. You know? I, I went, I, I took some members to a party and I bought papaya for them. And them. I mean, our main money is the one that's come Bishop Kobe's money and Bishop Nia Jedu's money. And the lady in our church, Sister Betta, she normally gives me some monthly something. Ethical. So, I'm with my wife. I've married her. I put a ring on her finger and I'm planning my domestic affairs with somebody's money. Meanwhile, I receive rent. I've got a house with six flats and the rent comes from it. That money, I use it to, to, I, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you, oh, uh, um, you know, I just wanted to spend some time with Mary uh, and uh, so we're in a hotel for three nights and then uh, we spent the two we, we went to Dubai, went to Dubai. Yes, yes. It's like the little we get from here, from here, the revenue, the revenue, that one, there, we don't know what is what is happening to it. It's called what dependency thinking. You are going to write physics exam, and your mind is that the invigilator will put you by 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 Vera. And she will teach you the question. And it's like, the entire time, your lifestyle is because you will sit by Vera. So you will learn. You see how, you see how shocked you are? That's how some pastors live their lives. But we've not started. F Reliance on assistance from others That's how pastors are Oh, the church um, Some members will come Oh, the members, don't worry Bishop, he will come here One day, bishop will come here you will, when he comes and he preaches, people will come here. The church will be full. Yeah. When we announce that Bishop is coming to this church, oh, all our church, the Bishop, hey, look, he's a, he's a mega church pastor. You watch what he saying. It's like, I. I, I the, <laughs> G, lack of life skills to plan and organize their lives. Some people lack the skill. To plan their lives. They lack the skill to plan. You see a girl standing there that I want to marry her, not only that behind her room, there's a pillowcase with panties. Full. So she can't plan. Even what she's wearing now is last two weeks once she has won again. Girl can't plan, can't plan a meal, can't plan a meal, cannot plan a meal. I shouldn't say it. Yeah. Can't plan. They lack it. It's a skill. To plan a bar center. to plan outreaches, to plan retreats, to plan meetings. They can't plan. All the. Hey, when I get to passivity, number eight, bad training and care of children by parents. Yes. How your parents raised you. You cannot metamorphose It was felt by some That laziness should be dealt with Through education That's why I'm educating you. The overall feeling was that These types of people are no hopes And in need of some form of assistance To survive They do not have the ability And life skills to manage Alone that some pastors you don't live in a cathedral alone. They will sleep with all the black, dark colored girls. He likes black skin. So if you will sit down, we will now round up because you are coming tomorrow. We are now going to start. So if you go up. The causes of intractable poverty. Number one is a lack of knowledge. You see, when Akosha Buzia was here on the stage talking about um, audio things, talking about the books, I was looking at the attitude. I was watching. Some of you This is not a marriage conference. It's not a church attendance conference. This is minister church workers conference. Some of you should not be in the ministry. You see, ministry is not compatible with a a neutral attitude towards knowledge. When we say somebody is a pastor, we are seeing a person who likes knowledge. I'll take it again. Oh, that's Pastor Mark. We are assuming that he's a man of letters. Knowledge. Many pastors do not like knowledge. I was surprised in the Bible, people did many wrong things, which are wrong. They are wrong. Adultery is adultery. Hello? It's wrong. Fornication is fornication. I couldn't believe it. When a prophet from God came to give the reason why God rejects pastors, and I was so interested, because I knew that adultery would be one of them, stealing would be one of them, mismanaging funds would be one of them, Inappropriate relationship with the opposite sex will be one of them. Will be the reason why he would you be um, removed. I couldn't believe it. In Hosea four six, that the reason why God rejects pastors is because of their attitude towards knowledge. Today, I want to inform you. You can no longer have a negative attitude towards knowledge. Even a neutral You can't be neutral. Where knowledge is concerned. You must be active. Positive. You must be inclined towards knowledge. It is a reason why pastors are poor in members. Because every point in your ministry you must know what to do. Knowledge of what to do is knowledge. Many of you don't read. You don't read. You don't read. Somebody has used her life, her little life to convert Huge volumes of books into audio. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Now so you are seen as some happy girl who has come from America to dance on the stage. And what is this? What is he saying? And your life is also dancing. There is nobody, I've been a pastor for many years. I have never met a pastor who has a finishing church and his life is improving without exception what is happening in your church is happening in your finances is happening in your business is happening in your marriage I can get the attendance date if you even have some if you even have attendance some of you preached last Sunday you know how much offerings came you know how many people came I can look at the attendance data of your church and tell whether your business is doing well in my, in my, in my life the pastors I've had I've had pastors who were millionaires millionaires I couldn't believe it that in the church ministry where they were doing too, they had a lot of members when we were in Adenta there was a pastor because I've talked about millionaires I don't want to mention I don't want to make whatever of people's personal lives when we had that Sunday morning service we would start the service and all of us would be waiting for that pastor's members all of us would be there and see that Ben's bus will come, Ben's bus. Within 10 minutes, the church has had body. Body. And if you go into his personal life, he has money. If you go into his personal there, he has this. He has cars. He has houses. And the one, some of the, as the pastor is coming with buses, some pastors are so walking in the church with two members one on the left, one on the right, like Jesus. <laughs> Jesus on the cross. One on the left, one on the right. They are working. Always wiping sweat. And when you go into their lives, they don't have money. Some of the you know, one of my surprises, my dear, in ministry was that I thought that if I found somebody who for a reason wasn't working. And because there are many reasons people don't have are not working. There are many reasons. Not just being a bad worker. So I thought that each time I found somebody who wasn't working, I had found somebody I could work who put his energy to help me build the church while we are waiting for a job. I'm still waiting for that person to arrive. Anybody, there is nobody I know who is unemployed, who does well in the ministry. It was a very wonderful thing to me. Till one day, I went to my dentist in Osu. At Osu. And she was seeing a patient, two, ahead of me. So I had nothing to do. I didn't take an iPad. So I just reached out. There was a journal there. I just took it, there, just flipping through. And I'm looking at fonts. Then I chanced upon an article at the dentist reception about how to find a job. It said, Overcoming Unemployment. For, I, I was, there was nothing to do, so I was just forced to read it. How to Overcome Unemployment. I couldn't believe it, what I read. The writer said, The first sentence. This must be about eight years ago. It has stayed with me. He said, "If you do not have a job, finding a job must be a job in itself for you." You hear? You don't have a job. And you are looking for a job. The looking for a job must be your new job. So when your friends at Stanchat are leaving home at 5 a.m. And coming back home at 8 p.m. You must also leave home at 5 a.m. And come back home at 8 p.m. That is looking for a job Must be a job in itself So when you meet somebody Who doesn't have a job Persistently The person is actually a lazy person Who can work That knowledge Took me Far away from unemployed people I fear when I see an unemployed person, it's like a, it's a COVID patient to me. I'm telling you. If you are sitting here and you don't work, I fear you. I fear you. You are a dangerous person. If you are not working because you are not well, I don't fear you. I don't fear you. But if you are sitting here and you have lost a job, then I went somewhere and I went to use a washroom. When I was coming out, I saw something on the wall. And they said, think about it. Is it not possible that if you are looking for a job and you cannot find one, is it not possible that you should create a job for someone to also find? Yeah. That some of you looking for jobs should actually be creating jobs for someone to even find. In creating a job for someone to find, you find your own job. I stood there, look at this, wow. Well. Most people despise knowledge. You see, it is very complex to gather people. Anybody who gathers people is doing something very complex. One of the ingredients of that complexity is his knowledge. He knows something. When you find someone who cannot gather people It's not just a simple matter of not being able to gather The person also lacks, doesn't like knowledge I'll take it again When you see Shepherd A Who persistently, this is what A lack of knowledge That's the the, the, the FAO, uh, that document When you see someone who is poor in members the person is also poor in knowledge in fact does not like some of you do not like knowledge and just as well some of some people maybe i don't think there's anyone here some of, some people make themselves founders of churches because you know yourself that nobody will employ you You are a lazy person, nobody will employ you In fact people found churches because They cannot be employed by anybody And they are lazy And they view the ministry as a part-time hobby side issue That warrants some weekday service and Sunday morning Some wishy-washy life And if you look into it Those people had no respect for knowledge in school And that's why they can't even get a job in the first place most pastors in the world not Ghana, in the world most pastors in the world are of very low education so when you meet a chartered accountant, pastor like bishop Derek and this say no, 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 you don't represent ministry you don't represent the average minister you don't at all most pastors don't have education and they don't have education because they toyed with knowledge and the same attitude they had towards knowledge is the same attitude they bring into the ministry so you see that as they are in the church they are doing the ministry the way they did education to fail They are failing the ministry because knowledge is a base. It's a base. What are the sources of knowledge I want to recommend to you? The first source of knowledge I recommend to you is the knowledge of the Bible. Can I have the Bible. Is it yours? Wait, whose book of life is this? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Wallahi. <laughs> Are we here or should end? Let's end. Go. Oh, the first thing, look, pastors. Uh, it's not a Bible there. Uh, I thought this was a Bible. Uh, it's a hymn book. Ah, uh-huh. uh, oh, it's piano. Uh-huh. Can I have a Bible? Because I say, hey, which cat has come into the church? <laughs> we are ending. I want a Bible. Yes. You see, and for many of you sitting here, holding your Bibles on phones, you have failed in the ministry already. You are a fa- you are re- you are accounted for a failure already. You are, you are, your name is struck off the list of one of these to have your Bible on the phone. I have my Bible on the phone, but that's not the source of my <laughs> instruction. Some of you have no Bible, the only Bible I'm preaching from Joshua 1 8. Your only Bible you have is a book. It's a Bible on your phone. As you are reading, WhatsApp is coming. Calls are coming. You are remembering Facebook. You are going to Instagram. You are doing TikTok. Look at you sitting here. the pattern I, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching on how to become a great shepherd am I teaching you well yeah. and I'm showing you that your source of knowledge is what has made you a pastor of three members and it's not good I was having my quiet time two years or a year ago. I saw a verse I have never seen before. I was surprised I had never seen that verse before in the Bible. A pastor was being advised. Ordinary people were advising a pastor. I have never seen that verse in the Bible before. It was as yes, I was having my quiet time. Turn the Bible to Judges. Let me show you Judges. Judges. (laughs) 18. We are going to read it in a couple of translations. Let's start with the King James. Judges 18. Verse 19. We are closing soon. And they said, so some people were in town and they met a pastor. And the pastor told them where he was working. He was working. And they said to him, Hold thy peace. Don't talk. Lay thine hand upon thy mouth. And go with us. And be to us a father and a priest. They were begging the pastor. Be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for you to be a priest? To the house of one man. Or that you must be a priest. Unto a tribe and a family in Israel. New Living Translation. The, the, the King James as you know. it said be quiet. And come with us. Be a father and a priest to all of us. Many of you people are begging. And desiring that you will be their Pastor. They say isn't it better to be a priest For an entire tribe And clan of Israel Than for the household of just one man <laughs> This type of one family church Some of you shepherds are passing only one girl I'm not surprised you are sleeping with her No, Sir can you see it there? Isn't it better to be a priest for an entire tribe? And they couldn't believe that a pastor with anointing had made himself the pastor of one man in his house. He said, "Leave the house, (laughs) leave the house, and come with us. We need a pastor, my dear friend. The people in your town they need a pastor. The people in your area they need a pastor. The people in your city, the people need a pastor." Isn't it better with your anointing to be a pastor of an entire clan than to be in somebody's house as his personal pastor? Message Bible. They said to him, Hush, don't make a sound. And it's time we told certain pastors, Keep quiet, don't preach. Don't preach, be quiet. Which is more important? That you be a priest to one man. Many of my leaders are just priests to one man. One man by center. One man fellowship. Which is more important? That you be a priest to just one man. Or that you become a priest to a whole tribe And clan in Israel When people look at you They wonder Why are you happy with being a pastor of just three members Because in, in many circumstances Two hundred is like one man And based on your title The number you are counting as a pastor At a certain level of ministry Is like one man And isn't it better That you take over the entire I mean Why can't you take over the entire Quayman? Than to be huddled in the corner with seven members. Are you well? NIV. I think we must tell some pastors to be quiet. Some of you don't deserve to preach again. So you have come back to your senses. Come with us and be a father and a priest Isn't it better that you serve A tribe and clan in Israel As a priest Rather than just one man's household Many of you your ministry is just one man's household I couldn't believe the verse How true it is How true And this man had moved from his house And was living with one man these are not pastors. These are ordinary me- ordinary, ordinary Israel. they would not even believe it. It's like the ordinary people seem to know how you should even be a pastor. They're even surprised that a grown up like you has got 10 members in your church. That like you've pastored the church for 2 years and you have only 70 members. That's why I was in France last week Because I'm a pastor Of a church I opted Not To stay over the weekend So I left France On Saturday I was there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Saturday I left The Sunday, the pastor who invited me, I I couldn't understand what he was saying. He said he was moving, he he bought, bought a warehouse. He said the Sunday service, France, not even Paris, Toulouse. They were having that service, a joint service in another place. I was in church and somebody sent me a video of the service. My phone almost fell. He said, can you believe it? 1,200 people are in this room. The chairs are full. France. France. Honey, honey, honey. It's not the church. It's not the town. No. It's not the country. There's, There's almost no country as godless as France. You see white Frenchmen, white French women in families, a black man from Ivory Coast. A Peter you are such a disgrace I can't under, I don't even know how to address you. France Hello Where? France 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 uh, look at your beard <laughs> How I wish your members were as numerous as the beard on your chin. Oh. One thousand. I saw the video. It's on my phone. Video. It's a hall. i packed. Sunday morning. The guest minister is not even there. This ordinary pastor with their whatever they are there. France, hello, hello. Are you the Ghanaian? Are you the Ghanaian? In Ghana. France. France. You are a disgrace. You are you are a what? Disgrace. We must kill you and eat you. a clan than to do this one man ministry isn't it better it's not as simple as that to shift from being a pastor of one man's household to to be a pastor of a tribe in Israel you must be a man of knowledge and your disrespect for knowledge makes you unfit for ministry Your disregard for knowledge. Your neutral disposition towards knowledge. I said, the first book you must read. The first source of knowledge is this book. And not just King James. Any pastor with sense will not read King James Bible alone anybody who reads King James Bible alone to do ministry has had a very traumatic event in the brain either a cerebrovascular accident or traumatic infarct either cerebellar or cerebral infarct or some vasomoto disease i all I'm saying is that you are not normal. That you are in your room reading King James Bible. You are a pastor. You're a pastor. I was asking a brother, "What Bible are you reading?" Say, Kim James. Kim James. King James. Lift your Bible, either it's on your phone or your iPad. Lift it up and say, "This is my Bible." say i am a pastor i will love knowledge say from today i will have regard for the word of god my success depends on this say this is my bible i respect the bible i'll read my bible Every pastor must have nothing less. Minimum is four. Minimum is four translations in the Bible. Anybody with two, you're not serious. Oh, yes, you're not serious. Minimum New American Standard Bible, King James, New King James, New Living Translation, Amplified Message Bible to just make yourself happy. No wonder you don't enjoy the Bible. Who has lived their life with King James Bible? The Passion Translation Bible. Oh, sir, you are educated. In school, we could tell those who are going to do well by the variety of pamphlets and textbooks they were using to prepare for the examination. You've been to school. Whenever you met somebody approaching physics A level or O level, with just abort you know it's going to fail and the reason why you are a failure is that some of you don't even know the, 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 the name of the version you are reading I mean I'm, I'm saying that you have no respect for, the, for, for, for knowledge you have no respect for knowledge today I'm just dealing with knowledge and then we'll close that's all so I'm ending the bible okay stand up and ask three people go around and ask how many translations do you have go around go around and ask two more two more
3: (音楽) (音楽) (音楽)
2: mazakutaba Say from today, I will acquire translations, different versions. different versions. Say I love the Word of God. Say I love the Word of God. Say I'm not neutral. I'm not. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, say no, 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 no. 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 Oh, say no, no, no. no, no, no. I'm, not I'm not neutral. Say I genuinely love the Bible. I genuinely love the Bible. I'm into scriptures. I am into scriptures. Yes. yes. Anybody who likes, we know, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We know someone likes something by the variety of that thing in his life. We know someone likes shoes by the number of shoes she has. Any woman with two pairs of shoes is a man. No, I'm saying that we know that someone likes cars by his collection of different cars. Uh, uh, What's the name? Vintage cars. 1506 cars. We know. I mean, this man, when we say, oh, this man is into cars, what do we mean? A lot of cars. Oh, that woman, she's into houses. What does it he mean? She's into houses. Different types. Hey, that man, that man there, he's into woman power. What does it mean? No, what does it mean? He assorted slim ones, tall ones, fat ones, big breasts, small breasts, round breasts, long breasts, rectangular breasts, triangular breasts, all types. He's into women. Pa. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. The one they said about you, this man into ba- is into Bibles. Pa. I love it. Jeremiah 15 16. Beautiful verse. It just came to me, Holy Spirit. I thank you. Jeremiah 15 16. Uh, uh, King James. King James. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. My God and thy word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart for I am called by thy name My God my God my God thy words were found to find means that they went round looking for the word looking for translations By where it was found. I looked I found a message translation of this verse. Bishop, did you read a, a message version of a beautiful verse? I have not seen this before. Beautiful. That's a pastor. You are reading King James Bible? Harba, do you have King James members? <laughs> Your members should be Dine and thou members. Say Dine and thou wake up my mommy wake up wake up the world is waiting for you your town is waiting for you it's better that you where is your church where where they are waiting for you this one man church is not we are wearing white gown bigger pokaswa Can you clap your hands? You are going to be excited about the word, just the word. The word. The word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. Great shepherds are is there. The first thing they love is knowledge and skill. No wonder in he that heart, the first reason why people don't have members is that they don't have knowledge. From today, you will like knowledge. Sorry, I I thought I was hitting the chair. Another love you will develop from this conference is a love of books. You can sit down. We are here. Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet. You get understanding by reading such books. When you read the chapter 4 of this book, you will not struggle to understand why somebody is permanently without member. You just throw him away. He's not fit to be in the fellowship of pastors. Hello, hello, hello. God rejects pastors. So start rejecting pastors. Hosea 4, 6. I will reject you that you will not be a priest to me again. Not because you slept with the girls. But because you did Because If you had knowledge, you wouldn't have even slept with that girl. If you had knowledge, if you had read books about what adultery has done to the ministries of others. You wouldn't have done what you are doing. Oh, 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 what's the girl's name? <laughs> now, from today you will be a lover of books. I mean, these resources, the audio, whatever. Spend money. Spend money. My first Bible I used in life as a Christian, I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. Nothing edifies you. That you did not invest yourself into. Nothing. Nobody has been helped with handouts. There may be a reason why I will buy Bibles for some leaders in my church. Because you you must be merciful as a leader. It's mercy that makes me buy. One of my members was going to Dubai some years ago. I gave her money. She bought tablets. I said it. She so bought i. Those days we had iPods. I bought iPods, put messages on them. These are acts of mercy. I don't owe you a book. No wonder you are not interested in the ministry. Because the Bible says that where your treasure is, there, there, your heart. Your heart follows your treasure. Your treasure does not follow your heart. If your money is not there, your heart will not be there. I don't know how to preach If your money is not there Your heart will not be there Get the order Your treasure is the first to arrive anywhere Than your heart Your heart doesn't go anywhere first Nobody's heart Goes anywhere first Your treasure goes first If your treasure hasn't gone ahead Then your heart is not in what you are doing If you are a basenta leader You are a pastor You are a founder You are whatever And your treasure is not going into the so called ministry Understand me Your heart is somewhere And if your heart is not there Then your ministry is not there This is an extension Of the message on the heart Your heart Will never go Anywhere your treasure Hasn't gone Wake up You are wearing glasses And you are sleeping behind the glasses I'll say something. Say after me nobody's heart goes anywhere first. Your treasure goes first. Say treasure, first. say treasure first. Say treasure first. Heart second. Treasure one. Heart two. Treasure first. Then heart two. Say the heart goes nowhere. That treasure. Hasn't gone before. The treasure goes first. Say my money goes first. My treasure goes first. Then my heart follows my treasure. Clap your hands. Why do you think some men cannot stop their relationship with certain women? Even though they are witches. Because his treasure has gone there. The woman has eaten his money. Say, so I'll, I'll marry you and die. <laughs> oh, I'm having a good time tonight. I'm having a good time tonight. You, you, you watch it, you spend three hundred dollars NPP dollars on Macarius and see you have to go there Aba. it will be by your pillow <laughs> you have invested I said you NPP dollars I don't want that. You see the shepherds. One day I was, I was having a leadership in the evening like this. The same ambience. There was a leader there. He was wearing a t-shirt with Offset. Do you know Offset, the rapper? it's in LA. Offset, Cardi uh, 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 husband. Yes. Offset. I said, stand up. What was this? I didn't even know. He said, I didn't know. About, so I went to research. That's why I knew mean, that he's married too. Listen to me see. Because as he's sitting here, his heart is somewhere. Because his money is in Tibetan. So his heart is in Tibetan. Anywhere your money goes, many of you are heartless. You are sitting here without your heart. I said, Where's your heart? <laughs> are you heartless some of you are using batteries so some of you are using energizer batteries your real heart is somewhere some of you your heart is in a girl's house Fusena's house Briar's house Amma's house Kwamina's house and you are using batteries here no wonder your batteries run out can you clap your hands You are watching Art of Shepherding Conference 2022. Tomorrow, Bishop Dagwood Mills is here. So you see, pastors, I spent money. I spent money. I spent my little money as a student. Form four, I spent my little whatever on a Bible. It was black like this with a concordance. I used it. I underlined it with blue pen, red pen. I'm not surprised. I'm where I'm standing. I spent money buying devices. If I tell you the price of the phone I'm using in NPP dollars, you'll be amazed you fall down now the, 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 the memory is one terabyte the phone I use to make calls I, I'm not holding it to make calls phone calls Yams can make f- phone calls I'm using it as a ready source of videos of audios of podcasts of messages any type of message I want to hear I, I should be able to hear it on the go not internet things, not internet, it must have enough memory to for me to pull podcasts into it. You have no respect for knowledge, so you can't be a great shepherd. There is no great shepherd who doesn't have respect for knowledge, and specifically. Books and Daniel understood. Many of you don't understand what it takes to be a pastor. Another source of knowledge is messages you hear, like the audio, Macarius, things you hear. Look. There's a realm in life. Turn your Bibles to Ezekiel. Can you sit down? We are ending now. Ezekiel. Chapter 3. You are a pastor. You want to be a great shepherd? You don't listen to messages? Ezekiel 3, verse 12. I'll show you something here. Verse 12. Then the spirit took me up and I heard behind me a voice of a great Russian saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from his place. Verse 13. I heard also, I heard also I heard also, I heard also the noise of the wings of the wonderful things. The wings of the living creatures that touch one another. And the noise of the wheels over against them. And the noise of a great rushing. verse 14. So the spirit lifted me up and took me away. And I went in bitterness in the heat of my spirit. But the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Announcements. In the ministry, there are realms, low realms and high realms. Every pastor, every shepherd must elevate his life. You see, there are certain things you will never hear them till you have been elevated. You see, it is a certain realm of life Where you listen to things Anybody who listens to messages Has automatically been elevated So you see that Go back to verse 12 You see there The spirit took me up And I heard There are certain things If you operate at the low level Where you hear the voices of men and friends, and sisters, and brothers, and converts. You will not. It's a low life. You must be lifted up. There's a realm where you hear only wonderful things. I mean, I was in my room this morning preparing to come. I was listening to a message. I just stopped and began to just move around. I mean, wonderful things. Wonderful things. Sometimes my message is going on. I'm in the bathroom. In the bath with soap on me, I'll come and t- write notes and go back and continue batting. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Treasure. Treasure. It's a treasure. Anybody who doesn't listen to messages is operating at a low level in life. It's only when the spirit lifts you that you hear some things. I said, it's only when the spirit lifts you. If you are listening to me, and you are not the type who listens to messages, it means you are low. You are low. You, you, you are a low person. You are joining animals. You are joining unbelievers. You are low. Only those who have been lifted up high hear some things. So, when you take a message by Bishop God Mills, once you press play, it means you are at a higher level. You You are taken up. It's like a plane. It takes you up. It took me up. Until the Spirit takes you up, you will never hear some voices. And that's why many of you, you know, the Spirit... On a pastor does not allow you to preach without hearing some things. You see, let me show you something about the Holy Spirit. Can I show you something before we close? John 16. Let me find the verse. I don't know whether it's 15 or 16. John hmm. Yes, Verse 13 Watch it, this is the spirit of God Say the spirit of God Verse 13 How be it this is, this is the spirit of God in operation The spirit of God in operation What is in operation? The spirit of God How be it When he The spirit of truth is come He will guide you Into all truth Watch it he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. The spirit of the Lord God on a pastor will lead him to hear things before he speaks. you speak without hearing you will speak about yourself but the spirit of God does not speak of himself he has to hear when you hear the Holy Ghost speaking it means he has heard I've been hearing things as I'm standing in front of you You are going to teach they have prepared a manual for you to teach at a passenger, a home sale you won't even go on the internet and to hear a message on that topic, a message preached by a pastor you admire to even hear the perspectives it's like tomorrow morning God willing or whenever One of the things, one of the highlights of this conference is the subject passivity. I'm going to show you that many of you are passive. You are wicked. You are going to teach. They've given you a book to preach from, you don't want to hear a little message that somebody has, an anointed man higher than you has said. I mean, what? I mean, how do I approach this subject? And the verses, you go and stand there, and you use. They say, "Um, this uh, last week, Second Peter two. Is uh, that what you read last week?" Uh, Emmanuel, check your notes. Doesn't that one? Oh, yes, it's James. Uh You see, the last week, James, what James said today, they say we must read 2 Peter. When somebody has not heard, see, when you are listening to a pastor who doesn't listen to messages, you can tell that this person doesn't listen to messages. in pneumatology (laughs) in the matter, in the things of the spirit, you are not allowed to speak when you've not heard You, you can't Anybody who speaks without hearing Speaks nonsense Ah, But does nature itself not teach you That anyone who does not hear Cannot speak Did you know I mean This is not an example I would like to use But um, I say it with a little Sensibility and sensitivity But please forgive me I need to use this People who can speak Dumb. Most of them are deaf, and people who can speak have no problem in their laryngeal anatomy. When somebody can speak, I'm sorry, but I'm just using this to just make a point that when he's speaking to you, it's 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 not funny. But I'm just have to. You see, what he's saying is what he hears. Mm. so when a doctor is presented with a child who is not speaking after three years only a herbalist will ask the boy to open the mouth Mm. there is nothing wrong with the mouth the problem is that yeah, 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 yeah nature itself teaches us that if you don't hear you don't speak if you can't hear you can't speak does nature even not teach you? How can you speak without hearing? I'm saying that does nature not teach you? That if you can't hear, nature doesn't allow you. No wonder the Holy Spirit also does not speak if he has not heard. So he he invests his time the Holy Ghost invests his time and resources into paraphernalia that enable him to hear, because if you don't hear, nature will not allow you. and the same in the spirit. Any pastor who doesn't have a habit of listening to messages, you will only preach nonsense. No amount of Bible study will make you a good preacher. I said, no amount of Bible study will make you a good preacher. And it gets even better. When, it, when we end with this one, watching videos, that's even more beautiful. I've taught you the sources of knowledge that you are going to chase after from today. You are going to chase after what? Bibles. The word. The word. That thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein. And thou shalt make thyself prosperous. And thou shalt have good success. Say the word. It's one source. It's one source. And not just King James. Wake up. Wake up. Not just King James. One pastor was in Lagon, Legon days. I was going by Lagon Chapel, Lagon Hall Chapel, and some medical students were having a retreat. When I heard their brother, he's a brother, he said he's a doctor in America now, somewhere in some state. I heard him, I heard him with my ear. He said, The Bible wants you never to quit. But even if you must quit, you must quit like a man because he had read the scripture which says quit ye like men I'm telling you I do no go I'm standing in the house of God I couldn't believe it watch ye stand fast in the faith, quit you like men be strong that if you must quit, you must even quit like a man hey! <laughs> Kim James. Kim James. say Kim Jays Kim Jays I heard I can mention his name. His name starts with E. His surname starts with M. Quit you. He said don't quit. Be strong. I, I didn't even know that the things I heard were in this verse. I'm telling you, I'm now seeing it. This was the verse I heard. I'm now even seeing that it says stand fast and be strong. He said it. He said be strong. Stay in the faith. Don't quit if you must quit, quit like a man. Now, this is King James. Let's read New Living Translation. Whether we are supposed to quit, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous. So, quit ye means be courageous. So, if your only Bible is King James. You are quitting tomorrow, like a man. Quit with strength. Don't quit, but if you must quit, quit like a man. Foolishness! From today, nobody will read King James Bible alone as your source of instruction. Oh, what a conference! I'm breaking. Say break and go. Say break and go. Clap your hands and pray. Break and go. Mashaka tabalaba. Break and go. Mashokadaba. Liko shikata yaba. I'm breaking. Oh yes, we break. Mashaka dababa. Hallelujah. Let your doxa.
0: Amen. Oh, mashokadaba.
2: One of the causes of intractable poverty Is a lack of knowledge A pastor must have knowledge A shepherd must have knowledge You must know how to treat people How to relate with people It's in the book The next is books 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 Read books. Otherwise you will not understand. You will be an idiot for a pastor. Those who don't read are idiots. Because the ministry is more complex. It's more complex. The next thing is listen to the word of God. You'll be great. Listen. Why? Because in pneumatology, in pneumaticus, you cannot speak. The spirit himself, he doesn't speak by heart. Many of you speak by heart. You speak by heart. Blah, 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 blah. You don't make sense. One one brother went to... Let me say it went to mobilize last Sunday. He told me, he said, he went to a place. As he sat in the cell, he didn't know when the message ended and the announcements began. But I've said this before. So he didn't know when the message ended and the announcements began. You don't know how to preach. You don't preach well. People don't come to your church. Those who come are coming to collect their money from your members. A lot of people in churches are debt collectors. The best place to find a a, a person is in church It's just that they are on the stage singing Then you are waiting at the back for him Oh yes, the best place to arrest somebody is in the church Listen Listen, listen Change your phone Find a phone that has a memory card 512-256 you can put things on it messages get a podcast you failed in school but don't fail in the ministry thank you listen to messages Listen to messages, and the last source of instruction is watching of videos. Yes, there is nobody who is good in anything that he has not watched videos of that life, whether it's a judge or a lawyer cross-examining. So they go. They go to court It's part of law school They go to court and sit there And watch how people are cross examined You can never be good at anything that you don't watch Footballers watch videos They watch You see them They are huddled around a laptop And they are watching doctors go to theater and watch we say observe ten assist two and do your first one you watch there is not even armed robbery they go with apprentices to watch that is why i have no hesitation On Sundays to leave my church And sit at First Love Church To watch my pastor walk up and down I'm not surprised I'm preaching to you I'm not surprised One way of Pastors, I'm happy you are In this conference, I'm happy You are watching me, one day Somebody will watch you I've also been watching someone for years, 30 years I've been watching, 30 years, nobody can do what I'm doing without watching, nobody, whether it's a lawyer, even policemen, they watch how the things are done. You see how they do that thing? Fast. He has done it. There is always someone higher than you. You must watch. I'm sorry I said watch videos. It's just a little part of watching. Go to a place where an anointed man is behaving. Behaving and go and watch his behavior go there take a plane I'm happy to have pastors from Kumasi, from Brekum from Votar region, God bless you it's worth traveling to come and watch me preach, to watch Bishop Nia Dedu preach, it's worth it it's worth it 2nd Corinthians 3 and verse 18 says but we all with open face. That is we are, ex- we are smiling. Open face that is with joy. Beholding. As in a glass. The glory of the Lord. What you are watching is this is the glory of the Lord. You are changed into the same image. It's called Imago Day. If it's Jesus Christ is Imago Christi. You will always be changed into the likeness of what you have watched. Nature teaches us. Have you not seen your two year old son? Two year old. He, he has a friend, Bernard, two years. After three weeks, he's talking like him, throwing tantrums like her. So say, shut up. What did you learn that? You become what you behold. Nice. And, but we all, my dear friend, there should be a pastor you love. La- One bishop is preaching and I'm sitting now. I sit like this. This is how I sit. My buttocks is in three parts. The posterior, middle, and anterior. I always see the posterior third. Anterior and middle are anterior to the chair, and all the lateral aspects and the medial contents are also dislodged. How can an anointed man be preaching and you are relaxed? I am preaching and you are dozing. I'm preaching. Are you anointed? Me in the videos pastors' conference, I'm just like that. I'm happy, Bishop is a man. If he was a woman, I would have had problems in my marriage. <laughs> my wife would have said, Hey, but why are you looking at all this wife like that? But thank God, he said, Man, I love you, and as I watch him, I'm changing. Can't you see I'm changing? can you see how I preach calmly and preach with just with ease Why? you are giving me negative fans clap your hands for Jesus stand to your feet and let's close keep clapping your hands keep clapping your hands but we all we all Everyone, you, me, him, we all, with open face, with joy, excitement, as we watch, we are changed into the same image. Anything you look at, you become like it. Amen. Anything you look at. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Don't stop. You are being changed as you clap your hands. You are celebrating your greatness Amen. as a shepherd. Amen. You are oh. celebrating your greatness as a shepherd. Amen. Online, right, clap your hands. Oh my god my
3: god my god my god
0: keep clapping
2: you shall be great amen The noise you are hearing is the noise of your celebration. Amen. You are being celebrated. Amen. They are clapping for you. Oh, yes. They are rejoicing over you. Amen. They are excited about you. Amen. Keep clapping, my dear. Oh, what a blessing. What a
3: blessing.
2: What a way. Oh, clap for the last time. I love Jesus. For the last time. Thank you, Jesus. Keep clapping. It's beautiful. From today, oh. you will never be poor. Amen. As I know, keep clapping. Oh. I'm prophesying about you as you clap.
3: Knowledge
2: will elevate you. Amen. I'm Will change your life. Amen. A message will impact an anointing. Amen. My God. Oh, a verse in the Bible Masha will transform your
3: life.
2: Amen. Keep clapping. Oh, in Jesus' name. Oh yes. Amen. Amen. Close your eyes and bow your heads. I don't want to take it for granted that we are pastors if you are here today and you are not born again i want to pray for you
0: it's a, it's a right
2: time to give your life to christ pastor pray for me i want to be born again pastor pray for me i want to give my life to jesus today i know and i believe that a change has come to you you've heard the word and it's decision time pastor pray for me i want to be born again i don't know who you are online wherever you are if you want to receive jesus Just lift your hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. A simple prayer. It will change your life. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Father, we are grateful. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. And you may be seated. Gloretta, God! Hallelujah!
0: We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, or OUB, Accra, this and every weekend, at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin morgan on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.